Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Kellogg's Pep. He, 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 Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal presents The Adventures of Superman. Superman learns that after having rescued his little friend Poco in the nick of time and returned him safe and sound to Perry White's home, the tiny fellow has disappeared again. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, uh, you ever been on a treasure hunt? Why, sure you have. And you know what's as much fun as a treasure hunt? Why, opening a package of Kellogg's Pet. Yes, sir, it's downright exciting fun to see which comic button that you'll find inside each package of that sunshine cereal. Particularly now that there's a brand new series of pep comic buttons to collect. And are they terrific? Bright comic strip colors, the outlines of the pictures so clear and sharp. Every single one of these 18 new and different buttons is a real eye-catcher. Take that picture of Vitamin Flintheart, for instance. Why, he looks just exactly as he does in the funny papers. And Spud from Winnie Winkle with that silly patch on the top of his hat. And Superman, too. And all the other familiar funny paper characters. Now, there are 18 new buttons in this new series, so you'll want to get busy pretty soon. The more buttons you collect, the more fun you'll have comparing notes with your friends and swapping duplicates. So ask Mom to get you some Kellogg's Pep, because that's the only way you can get these nifty comic buttons. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop. And you can't buy them anywhere, but you'll find a comic button in every package of that golden toasted, crisp and fresh, super delicious breakfast dish, that sunshine cereal. Ask Mom for P-E-P, Kellogg's Pep. And now, the adventures of Superman. An ominous mystery surrounds Coco, editor White's little Coco speaks only in rhyme. After threatening to shoot himself unless White lent him $50, Poco disappeared and was barely saved from freezing to death in a locked refrigerator car by Superman. Brought back to White's house unconscious, Poco was put to bed. But at dawn, awakened by some noise, White and Jimmy Olsen discovered that the little rhymester had disappeared again. As we continue now, White and Jimmy have returned to the house exhausted after a fruitless search of the neighborhood. The worried editor is speaking on the telephone. Listen. Well, put on more men, Sheriff. Organize a posse. But find Poco. He must be around here someplace. Yes, yes, I know you're doing all you can, but... All right, all right. Yes, I'll be here. Goodbye. The sheriff didn't have any luck either, huh, Chief? No, he says he's scoured every inch of Willow Heights, but he can't find a trace of Poco. I can't understand it, Jim. No, neither can I. How could Poco leave the house when he was unconscious? Well, he may have recovered consciousness, but... Well, even if he did, why would he leave the house when it was still dark and without telling us? I don't know. Where could he go? I don't know. Why did he try to shoot himself? And how did he get in that locked refrigerator car last night? I don't know, I tell you. I don't know any of the answers. So will you stop asking those infernal questions? But she was, Chief. If you want questions, I'll ask you some. Why has Poco been borrowing so much money from me lately? I don't know. And why did he refuse to tell me what he wanted all that money for? Gosh, how should I know? Of course you wouldn't know. Neither do I. But, oh, golly, this whole mess doesn't make sense. <laughs> You're telling me. It... 
Well, it isn't like Poco at all. I know it is. He drives me batty with his infernal rhyming, but he's a very decent little chap, and I'd stake my life on his honesty. I just know he... Say, wait a minute. What's the matter? Maybe he didn't just walk out of the house. Huh? Maybe he was taken out. Taken out? By whom? Maybe by whoever he wanted that $50 for. Gee whiz. Poco may be in some serious trouble, Jim. Involved with some bad actors who may even be blackmailing him. Blackmailing little Poco? Yes, little Poco. Oh, that's silly, Chief. Not at all. Honest, simple people like Poco are just the ones the racketeers prey on. But what can anyone expect to get out of Poco? I don't know. It is possible he got mixed up in something, and and when he couldn't get up any more money, he, he was he was taken for a for a ride. Oh no! You get Inspector Henderson on the phone and hurry. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He can't help. This suburb is outside his jurisdiction. Oh, if we only could do something. Yeah. If only Mister Kent hadn't gotten involved in that explosion, he'd find Poco. I bet. Well, if I can't find Poco, Kent can. Oh, uh, Mister Kent's awful smart. Meaning I'm not, eh? Well, I didn't say that. All right, all right, all right. Forget Kent. Get that private detective friend of his on the wire. Uh, what's his name? You mean uh, Candy Myers? Yes, yes. Get him on the phone. Tell him to come right out here. I'll answer. Uh, maybe it's the sheriff. Hello? Hello, that's you, Jim? Mr. Kent, we were just talking about uh, you. Tell him to ring oh, off. that's all? Well, I just got my new phone. Listen, Poco's disappeared again. What? Jim, stop wasting time uh-huh, with Kent. Uh-huh, a little while ago. We looked in his room and he was gone. Hey, Scott, did you look all through the house and around the ground? Sure we did. And Sheriff Johnson's been looking, too. I he... said stop wasting time with Kent. I want to call what Candy Myers. Jim? I said we've looked every place and Sheriff Johnson's looking, but we can't find him. I'll be right out. Give me that phone. No, wait, Mr. White. Goodbye, Kent. You shouldn't have hung up on him. Quiet. Find Candy Myers' number in the phone book. Now hurry up. Heaven knows what may be happened to Poco by now. As Perry White and Jimmy Olsen attempt to reach Candy Myers by telephone, Clark Kent has swiftly resumed his true identity of Superman. Leaping into the early morning sky, streaks away to the suburb of Willow Heights, red tape streaming in the wind. Driving above Perry White's house, the Man of Steel pauses high in midair, his keen eyes searching the surrounding countryside. Then, deeply concerned, he begins ranging in great circles above highways and fields, above brooks and hills. He widens his range, flashes above hamlets and towns, and failing to see any sign of Poco, begins doubling back, searching closer to the ground in wide swoops like some great eagle. Finally, over a little patch of woods hardly three miles from Perry White's home, he checks his flight abruptly, looks down between the trees, then plummets to earth. Poco! Superman. Yes. Now, where do you think you're going? Oh, I, I should have known it was no use with you around to cook my goose. What are you talking about? Why did you run um, away? Put the rope on my neck, the hood on my head. What? No one will grieve when poor Poco is dead. Now, look, Poco, stop that silly gibbering and tell me what's all wrong. All I can say is it was never meant. It was all but a tragic accident. What was an accident? Will you please tell me? The murder of White, my poor dear boss. The murder of... Oh, what a sad and terrible loss. Oh. I never meant to shoot last night, but the gun went off and killed Mr. White. So that's it. That's why you were running away. Oh, but of course, I'm filled with remorse. Well, cheer up, Poco. Mr. White's as much alive as you are. What? Certainly. The bullet just grazed his forehead and knocked him out for a few minutes. He's fine. Can this be true or do you joke? Tell me, please, before I choke. I'm not joking. I give you my word, Mr. White is perfectly all right. Just very worried about you. But tell me how you happened to... Poco! (laughs) Oh, poor little chap fainted. Guess the relief was too much for him. Well, I better take him home. Up with him. There we are. Now, up, up, and away! You see, Jim, poor Poco thought he'd shot and killed Mr. White. Well, it was an accident, and I was only stunned. Yes, Mr. White, but he didn't know that. 
So, filled with remorse, he ran away last night and again this morning when he woke up. Oh. He was so frightened and grief-stricken, he didn't know what he was doing. Poor little guy. But look, Superman, who locked him into that refrigerator car? Locked himself in. He, he did. Why? Mm-hmm. Accidentally. He came to for a minute on the way back just now and told me that when he found himself at the railroad station last night, there was a freight train standing there. So he climbed up on top of a refrigerator car. Uh-huh. Then when he saw the sheriff coming, he pulled open an air hatch on top of the car and dropped in. You understand, Jim? Mm-hmm. The hatch snapped shut. He was trapped because he couldn't climb up to the ceiling very well, and the doors were locked. But why did all this happen in the first place? What do you mean? Well, I mean, why has he been borrowing money from Mr. White? Yes, and why did he say he'd shoot himself if he didn't get $50 last night? That's what I'd like to know, too, Mr. White. Apparently, Poco's mixed up in something, and if we're to help him, he's got to tell us what it is. Right. But he won't tell even me what it is. I wonder why. Well, he won't talk to me. He won't talk to the doctor. He says the only person he'll talk to is his pal Jim. Me? Yes, you. So go on up to his room and get the truth out of him. Find out what that big secret is he keeps hinting at. Go ahead, Jim. We've got to know before something else happens to him. Okay. Stick around, Superman. I'll find out. We'll know more about Poco's secret when we return in a moment for the amazing climax of today's episode. So stand by. You know, uh, one of the gang said the other day that he's got two things to look forward to when Mom brings home some Kellogg's Pep. Eating big heaping bowls full of that golden toasted sunshine cereal and finding a comic button prize inside the package. Of course, he's collecting that brand new series of Pep comic buttons now. And he's an eager beaver to get a lot of them. They're so doggone colorful, bright and sparkling as anything. Look mighty snappy pinned on your jacket or your dress or cap. And the pictures of your favorite funny paper characters are so lifelike that, well, they, they look almost as if they could talk. Like a Goofy and, and Beezy, for instance, from Harold Teen, and Chief Brandon and Superman himself. What's more, you can't beat the fun of collecting all 18 buttons in this new series and comparing notes with your pals and swapping duplicates. So how's about asking Mom to get you a package or two of Kellogg's Pep when she's marketing tomorrow? That's the only way you can get these snappy new buttons, you know. You can't buy them, and you don't have to send in any money, not even a box stop. But there's a comic button, an exclusive prize, in every package of Kellogg's Pep. And Pep's a prize when it comes to breakfast, too. Makes a dish so golden toasted and catchy and crisp that, well, you practically can't resist it. So ask Mom for P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. In Poco's room, Jimmy Olsen is alone with the saddened little rhymester, from whom he is trying to pry the secret behind the little man's strange behavior. Listen. You tell me everything, Poco. Why you threatened to shoot yourself last night and... I was only bluffing Jim to get the money out of him. Out of whom? Mr. White? Yes. But never again will I do such a thing. I swear it on my Superman ring. I hope not. But listen, why did you need that $50 so badly? And why have you been borrowing all that other money from Mr. White? Are you in some kind of trouble? If I tell you, Jim, will you promise true not to breathe a word till I tell you to? Oh, do I have to promise? Unless you do, I won't say a thing. I swear that, too, on my Superman ring. Okay, Poco. Mr. White won't like it, but that's the only way you'll tell me. It's the only way. Well, what do you say? All right, I promise. Then hold on to your hat and get set for fair. Jim, my friend, I'm a millionaire. What? You're a what? I'll say it again. Sit tight in your chair. You're looking at a millionaire. I'm looking at a nut, you mean. Or else you're hysterical. Hey, maybe I better call the doctor back. No, the doctor said I was perfectly well in mind and body as sound as a bell. Well, then you must have had a relapse. You a millionaire? Cross my heart and hope to die, if what I told you is a lie. Listen, will you please cut out the kidding, Poco? This is serious. May I never be fed. May I lose my head. If each word isn't true that I just said. No, I really think you mean it. Of course I do. Because it's true. Now, wait a minute. Before I get dizzy, too... 
If you've got a million dollars, why did you threaten to shoot yourself unless Mr. White gave you 50 last night? That sounds funny, doesn't it, Sonny? That sounds cockeyed, and that's what it is. All right, my friend, I'll prove my claim. As sure as Poco is my name. I'm waiting. Go ahead and prove it. A steel box is behind that grandfather clock. Please fetch it, Jim, and prepare for a shock. Puzzled, Jimmy Olsen walks to the large grandfather's clock in the corner of the room, behind which Poco tells him he will find a steel box that will prove the little cook is a millionaire. Can Poco's story be true? Can the little rhymester actually be a millionaire and yet be in need of $50? What can this mean? Don't miss Monday's surprising and exciting episode, fellows and girls. Be sure to tune in again Monday. Same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. You know, gang, words can have a wonderful taste to them. Like on a frosty morning, you can almost taste words like crisp, crunchy, crinkly. Crumbles. Sure, that name just fits, doesn't it? Crumbles. Kellogg's Crumbles. Just seems to go with words like crisp and crunchy. It's such a toasty kind of cereal. Sort of sweet and mellow rich. And you know, it's the only cereal in the whole wide world made in those little crinkly shreds of good whole wheat. Crisp. Crunchy. Crinkly. Crumbles for breakfast. Kellogg's Crumbles. And be sure to be with us on Monday for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.